0: With radio on-the-go news, Brian Fancher reporting. Wednesday morning, the Iowa Falls Police Department arrested 25, or I should say 55-year-old Thomas Ratzliff of Iowa Falls on three Iowa Falls warrants, one for second-degree sexual abuse, one for child endangerment resulting in bodily injury, and one for lascivious acts with a child inflicting pain or discomfort. Ratzliff is being held at the Hardin County Jail. The Federal Trade Commission received 12,063 fraud reports from consumers in Iowa last year. Iowa consumers reported losing a total of $29,944,600 with a median loss of $500. Across all types of reports, the FTC received a total of 21,551 reports from consumers in Iowa last uh, last year. Now, the top category reports received from consumers in Iowa was imposter scams followed by identity theft, online shopping, and negative reviews. Nationally, consumers reported losing nearly $8.8 billion to fraud in 2022. The Hancock County Board of Supervisors have hired Rachel Jinby as the new county attorney. Jinby had been the Floyd County attorney She begins her new position March 13th and replaces Blake Norman, who is now a district court judge. This week, the Hardin County Board of Supervisors approved a request to have the county be the fiscal agent for the Hardin County Endowment Grant Application for Community Economic Development. The Hardin Supervisors approved a couple of utility permit applications and also approved four change of status requests. This week, the Wright County Board of Supervisors approved joining in Iowa's participation in five opioid settlements, including with CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart. Over $30,000 has already been awarded to Wright County from previous opioid settlements. In other business, the Wright Supervisors approved a resolution that will give the county engineer the ability to place a five-ton embargo on the secondary roads given annual concerns when the seasons begin battling it out in the coming weeks. This week, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors held a special meeting at the Law Enforcement Center in Hampton. Sixteen people spoke during the public hearing on the first reading of the county's proposed commercial wind energy conversion system ordinance, while many written statements were also filed. Franklin Supervisors stated they wanted more time to think about everything they had heard, but the board did approve the first reading of the CWECS ordinance. The next public hearing and the second reading of the proposed ordinance will be this coming Monday, February 27th, beginning at 1 p.m. at the Franklin County Law Enforcement Center. A report from the Iowa Association of Realtors shows the number of homes listed for sale dropped by more than 11 percent in January compared to one year ago. But Association President Krista Clark says listings were up compared to December.
1: The most Um, telling thing that I saw in the market was that pending sales are picking back up. So December was a pretty slow month as far as pending sales went, Um, and January kind of turned that around a little bit. People were back out looking and, and ready to make that move.
0: The rising interest rates help slow things down in the housing market, but they appear to have leveled out.
1: You know, the more time you put between the lowest rates of 2021 and and today, it's kind of less of a factor. People kind of know what to expect, but that that initial shock really kind of threw people off coming into the the late fall and, and early winter.
0: Clark says you have to understand that rates had been at historic lows.
1: People tend to be so anxious about the fact that rates are in, you know, the low sixes, things like that. But that, I mean, historically, that's still a very low interest rate. So we were just also spoiled with the, you know, the 3%, the low four percent That it, it seems crazy but but really it's a healthy market when rates are at six percent
0: and she says the uh, slowdown in the market was a good thing
1: i think that the market got so frenzied and the, like multiple offer situations where people just didn't even have a chance to like take a deep breath and make an, an informed decision on what they wanted to do people were waiving contingencies they were waiving inspections you know uh, appraisal contingencies things like that
0: clark says she is optimistic about spring after weathering the slowdown Officials with Prestige Foods of Iowa announcing a joint venture that's being called Prestige Holstone. The collaboration is within, uh, with uh, Holstone Farms of Nebraska, which is a farmer-owned pork processing facility based in Fremont, Nebraska. Prestige Holstone will operate the two plant locations in Eagle Grove and Fremont with a daily single-shift harvest capacity of approximately 21,000 head per day. In a press release, the Eagle Grove facility will remain managed by the Prestige family. Prestige Holstone is expected to start joint operations within the next 12 months. Holstone Farms was founded as a cooperative of 200 Midwest Family Farms in the year 2018. The Eagle Grove Prestige Foods of Iowa opened its $350 million pork plant in 2019. The Clarksville City Council this week approved the city's maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 2024. The Clarksville Council also discussed concerns with water pressure in an area along Jefferson Street. The council voted to replace a fire hydrant in this part of town to see if it was the main reason for the water pressure issue. The Iowa Department of Health and Human Services recently announced that 96 community water systems in Iowa were awarded a Water Fluoridation Quality Award from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Fluoridation is the adjustment of fluoride in drinking water to a level that is effective for preventing tooth decay. The awards were presented for 2021. In the broadcast area, water systems in Garner, Hampton, Iowa Falls, Mason City, and Ventura were recognized. This week is National FFA Week, and today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program is Belmont Clemmy FFA Advisor Debbie Barcala, talk about the FFA program at BK and what activities her students are participating in this year. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archived programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. And the precipitation that has fallen in recent weeks across Iowa beginning to make a dent in the ongoing drought. The latest U.S. drought monitor shows over 20% of Iowa As no drought conditions listed this week, areas listed as being in a moderate drought dropped to about 24%, while areas listed as being in a severe drought dropped to 15.26%. Extreme drought areas of Iowa went from 8.04% last week to 0.99% this week. All of the broadcast area is now listed as being abnormally dry, except most of Wright and Hancock counties, which are in a moderate drought. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 23, and the low of 5 degrees below zero. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.